welcome to episode 2 of the Fairday Podcast. This is the Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 2 Special, where I'm going to go ahead and give you my full on Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 2 of the Fortnite Welcome to episode 2 of the Steel Against Podcast. This week, we're talking exclusively about Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 2. I would talk about Super Showdown, because as of time of recording, Super Showdown has just finished, but I haven't watched it, and I don't intend to watch it, because I don't watch the Saudi Arabia shows, because personally, with everything that's going on over there, I don't think WWE should be doing shows in Saudi Arabia. But that's just my opinion. And my opinion is my opinion. You can have your own opinion, but my opinion is they shouldn't be doing it. But they're only doing it because Vince McMahon sees dollar signs in his eye. But there you go. That's just my opinion on that. And on the subject of my opinions, the new Fortnite map changes. Not sure if I like them, to be honest. All the new locations have henchmen and one of the battle pass skins that you can kill and take their weapon from. They're all mystic rarity and overpowered as shite. Minus this drum gun is quite possibly the most broken thing I've ever seen. If you look at that when you go into like inventory slot, it does 235 damage a second. It shreds somebody. Like, every single game that I've played with Minus's drum gun, I've gone to get a victory royale in. It's just broken to holy matrimony and holy god, it's broken. Sky's Assault Rifle, it's not too bad, I don't mind that. Tina's Boombo, well, the Boombo was freaking broken when it was first in the game. Now you've had it, now you make it a Mystic Rarity and, uh, Increase the damage it can do. Broken even more in it. Meow Souls. What was it? I can't remember what it was called. But the gun Meow Souls gets the cat one. Cat exclusive name gun. Very, very, very nice. It's a bit like all the other mystic weapons. It's a bit broken, but it's fun. It's fun to have. It really is fun to have. And also, Really if you're Sky, she drops a grapple gun, which is infinite, like, uses, like, you can use it permanently. Which I feel like is a bit broken, I feel like it should be a use on that somewhere, as opposed to just being infinite, because it's very broken. But what am I to question? I don't know what to question, but that's a thing. What other ones were there that no one did? And also... 
I'd like to point out something as well. One thing I do not like is the new searchable chests where you can only search them within a holding henchman or disguised henchman. Which is really annoying. And what I also don't like is the range the henchmen have. Like, there was this, I can't remember the name of it, it was like, I think it was just like Haunted House, Haunted House Landmark, I think it was one of the new landmarks I did in. At the bottom of a hill, I was at the top of a hill, and the henchmen were still able to shoot me and get shots on me. I feel like that's just known, like, there should be a limit to how far they can shoot. Like, they were shooting from a distance of like three, maybe four hundred meters, which is just broken. And what's also broken is even if you're disguised as a henchman and you're going around with a gun that henchmen don't have, like, henchmen don't carry around like shotguns or anything like that. So they then get suspicious of you because you're carrying around a shotgun, which they don't do. They typically carry on miniguns, SMGs, and ARs. So they get suspicious of you if you're carrying around a shotgun, because it's like, oh, you're not one of us, we don't use shotguns. It's like, that's not really something that should exist. I can understand it if you're carrying around, like, the mystic weapon, because then they know that that came from the main person over there. But, like... When it just comes to like a simple shotgun, like I was just carrying a shotgun around the agency earlier on in the game before, like earlier on today. This agency guy just comes up with a question mark above his head and goes, uh, I'm suspicious of you. Even though you've got a ghost disguise on, I'm suspicious of you because you're holding a shotgun and we don't have them. Changed to assault rifle, the guy had no suspicions on me whatsoever. Because I changed my gun to assault rifle. It's just horrible. I don't like it. And it's going to take a really long time for me to like that mechanic. And if you like that mechanic, you're weird and you're strange. Like, I don't think it should matter. I'm disguised as you, it shouldn't matter. Also, the machine gun turret. They're horribly broken. They really are horribly broken. They just are. What's also horribly broken is if you land at one of these locations and henchmen notice you once you land, they will start shooting you. I've legitimately been killed by henchmen before, just dropping onto the map. Before I've even landed on the map, henchmen have killed me. Don't like that at all. That's just something I don't like. But. What I do like is leveling up is so much easier this season than it's ever been because on top of all the challenges you're going to get per week, for each set location you've also got set challenges within each location. For example, if you land at Slurpy Swamps, you have to gain 10,000 health or shield for 40,000 XP. Land at Salty Springs a hundred times is the Salty Springs challenge 
14,000 XP. Holy Hedges has got his own challenge, which is destroy 100 hedges for 40,000 XP. I haven't landed everywhere, so I don't know them all. Retail Row is just like, get like 20 eliminations at Retail Row or something. I can't remember how many I think it was 20, might be more than that. It's like, oh, get an elimination at Retail Row for 40,000 XP. Like every single location on the map, be whether it be old or new, has challenges you can do to earn XP. So I think that is very, very good indeed. Also, can I just say one tiny little touch? That when I first did it, didn't like. Because I was streaming a new chapter on Twitch. I... First game landed the AGT, landed all new places. And then for some reason I decided, you know what? Let's go land at an older location, Dirty Docks. And I'm playing this Fortnite game specifically with my lovely, lovely girlfriend. And um, she died. And I went to go pick up a reboot part and go to where the reboot van was. But it wasn't there anymore. It had moved further away. In the, uh, one of the original places from last season, they moved the reboot van off. I couldn't tell you why they did that, but they moved the reboot van further away from where it used to be. Which I don't think is very fair. I don't think that should have been done. There was no problem with where it was. It was just a bit odd and a bit strange. But there's a thing for you. And all I can say is this. I don't know what's planned for this season, but there are things I want from this season. I want more updates because honestly, season one, it was long. It was really, really long. It went from like October to February. That length of time was a season. However, and this season does have an end date. It, if you're at the Battle Pass screen, it says end on April 30th. And also, I want more updates too. Because last season, I kind of got a bit bored. And it was just stale because there was barely any updates. Like, I go to the Epic Launcher every single week and I check for updates and there wouldn't be any. It's like, uh, really? And uh, honestly, when the new season was announced, I was just like, thank God, because it got really, really stale at that point. However, I did mention something last week that I didn't like, was the fact there was no patch notes. Well, you'll never guess what. Chapter 2 came out a week ago, and guess what we never got? Any patch notes. Which is a right lot of bullshit, considering Epic vaulted. Quite a lot of things and unvolted quite a lot of things, which I didn't know about. I had my Twitch chat telling me that certain stuff had been vaulted or unvaulted. Like, I had my Twitch chat saying to me, Oh, by the way, there's no damage traps anymore. The P90s have been taken out. Silent pistols are back. 
Silent SMGs are back. The suppressed assault rifles back. There's new mystic weapons. There's new like agency key cards you can get to open vaults. There's what else was there's the grapplers back sort of. Like the minigun's been unvaulted, like so much of this stuff would have been useful to have in patch notes. Like when you're going to give me an update and vault multiple different things and bring back multiple different things, you can't not have patch notes. So far, that's my only complaint towards the season. That's one of my main complaints this season. Apart from also the henchmen. But putting them aside, that's my main complaint. There's no patch notes. Patch notes not existing is a bit shitty. And I really do want more patch notes this season. And more updates. And the reason I want patch notes is I want to know what's happened. Like if you vault something, I'm not going to know what you've vaulted. I might know what you've added because you might have told everybody or made hints towards everyone. But I'm not going to know what you've vaulted unless you start telling me. Next up on the agenda... With any season, we get a new battle pass. And I did say that whatever they chose to do would have to be very, very good to compete with Harley Quinskin. And, well, Epic sort of pulled it out of the water, but also sort of didn't. Because at Tier 1, you can give the Maya skin. And Agent Peely. And the Maya skin says that there are 3.8 million different style variants that you can choose from. But I'd like to point out. You cannot change them. Like and what I mean by you can't change them. Is whatever you pick. Like if you pick a certain hairstyle. Then that is it. That is your hairstyle forever. You can never change that again. And I don't like that. As an option. I feel like you should be able to change her, like Maya, as much as you want. You should be able to change Maya as much as you want. It shouldn't be restricted. I feel like that's a bit wrong. Like, having that restricted is very, very wrong. To me, that's very wrong. And it's a restrictable thing and it shouldn't be restricted. Agent Peely, however, looks very, very dapper, very, very dope. Peely in a suit looks amazing. I love that. The next main skin we get is Brutus. Also, before we get to that, the spy music you get. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love me some spy music. That music is very good. And it's also this entire battle pass, like map locations and everything in this spy music, and the theme of the season being spies, is leading me to believe that on April 3rd, there's going to be some sort of James Bond collaboration going along with Another Day to Die, the new James Bond movie, because that comes out on April 3rd, so it's going to be possible collaboration with that. It just seems likely, doesn't it, considering that this season comes out, ends after the season comes out, like after that film comes out, the season ends on April 30th, film comes on April 3rd, it just seems very likely that because your theme of spies, you're going to have... A James Bond skin, like maybe Daniel Craig or Sean Connery or 
James Bond, nor any of the other James Bonds at this point. That's just me. Brutus! He's a big skin, he's a big skin. He's a big boy. And he is one of the skins that, from that point onwards, you get to choose whether you want to be ghost or shadow. And the way it works is each week's challenges are named after one of the Battle Pass skins. And if you complete enough of those challenges, you will unlock a specific challenge for Brutus. But what I don't like is you cannot have both Shadow and Ghost. You can only have one. You'll unlock both challenges, but once you pick the challenge, that challenge is locked in for the specific person. So, for example, on Brutus, if you clicked on the Brutus section and said, I want to do this challenge for Brutus, lock that in, that would then mean that your challenge would be locked in as Shadow or locked in as Ghost and once you completed it, you'll unlock that form of Brutus and then the challenges for Brutus will delete themselves. So if you unlock the very, very nice looking Shadow form, completed that, you couldn't do the Ghost challenge because it deleted itself. Which I don't like that at all. I think that's silly. I think that's silly. I think that's wrong. And I don't really think that should be a thing. What I think it should be, is it should be like Agent Peely. Because throughout the Battle Pass, you will unlock Agent Peely, Agent Peely Shadow, and Agent Peely Ghost. You unlock all three variants of Agent Peely. And I feel like it should be that for everybody else. But that is just my opinion. Moving on slightly to... Moving on slightly to... One of the weirdest things I think I've ever seen. And it's also led me to believe this thing we had in. And an emote that came to the store during the week, which was weird as well. But it led me to believe that the Rick Astley emote wasn't just there to Rickroll everybody, it was there to tell us what's coming to Fortnite as of now. Because that was added in and that was the first emote to ever feature music. And well, in the Battle Pass, at tier 59, there is an emote that goes with the Meowthal skin at tier 60. And the emote, I can't remember how the entire song goes, but literally it's an emote that sits there and goes, Meow, 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 I'm a cat. I'm a kitty, kitty, kitty. I'm a cat. And then there's stuff about scratching, stuff about playing. It was very strange. Very, very strange. And during the week, we got this weird song emote that was like, it was called Advanced Maths. And it was literally just like, add, subtract, multiply, divide. It was just a woman. It was just a woman singing the words add, subtract, multiply, divide all the time. And the skin was you were making like the hand gestures with your hands. So it was like add with your hand, times with your hand, minus divide, which was very weird to look at. Very, very weird to look at. So you tried to see Harley Quinn make a divide. It did not work. It was just odd. Meowthos, however, I really, really like that Meowthos skin. I think it's very, very good. And I didn't even know this, but apparently this Meowthal skin was revealed back in Season 7. 
because there was a loading screen with links back in season seven. I had meowsles on just had this cat on a poster, which time nobody thought anything of. Nobody thought anything of it. Nobody thought, oh, that's something to do with a story or anything. Nobody thought anything of it. And here we are, Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 2, with that exact skin. And that was also technically one of yours as well. And it was just great skin. It's a very great skin. Meowsles is literally just buff cat. Meowsles is like, I'm a cat that's gone to the gym and done exercise. I really, really like that. That's very, very nice. Also, slightly earlier as well, I forgot to mention it, the Bombs Away Glider at tier 25. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. It's great. The fact that you physically sit on top of the glider and ride it onto the Fortnite map is incredible. Like you're literally surfing on a glider, which is incredible. I love that. That's so good. Next main skin comes across from the sky section. And I want to talk heavily about the sky section because, well, I'm getting, there are two different vibes I'm getting from this entire section of stuff. We've got new pickaxes, a new glider, new skin, that glider, the glider also comes with an icon and an emoticon. Like a little throw upable thing. You've also got a new back bling. And there are two things again. The skin kind of reminds me a little bit of Adventure Time. The two dual wielding blue sword pickaxe things, whatever you want to call them, literally remind me of Finn's sword from Adventure Time. Literally, that reminds me of Finn's like blue sword from Adventure Time. The back bling reminds me so, so heavily of Adventure Time in every single form of all of existence. The skin itself kind of gives me like Finn from Adventure Time vibes. Ollie, the glider, literally reminds me of Pumpkaboo. The Pokemon Pumpkaboo. That's literally what that reminds me of. It literally reminds me of that. Literally reminds me of that. Does this mean anything? Does this mean a Fortnite collaboration? An Adventure Time collaboration? I don't know, but I love that. That's a very good looking thing. All of it looks very good. They're very, very nice looking. But it's also giving me real, real vibes of Adventure Time and Pokemon just from them alone. Which is very, very, very cool. I really, really, really like that. It literally makes me look at that and I'm thinking... Like literally, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, Huh, Pokemon, Adventure Time. Maybe it's not. I mean, maybe it's not Pokemon, maybe it's not Adventure Time, but I genuinely think that it is. It genuinely gives me that vibe. 
it gives me that vibe of, oh, this is Pokemon or this is Adventure Time. Like, I'm getting that vibe. That is the vibe I am getting from this. And that is the vibe that I think is existing. Could be wrong. But it literally gives me, like, so many Adventure Time vibes and so many Pokemon vibes from those. And it would kind of make sense. Because next month, being March, the remake for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon comes out. Perfect time to a Pokemon collaboration. Maybe. You never know. That'd be a perfect time to a Pokemon collaboration, couldn't it? But we'll just, really we'll just have to wait and see within the near future how that goes. The tier 100 skin was Midas. He looks very, very, very cool. He's like an evil mastermind that runs the spy agency and I think it's very, very good. Very, very, very good as well. Very enjoyable. I really, really like that. And if you buy the Battle Pass, you get exclusive access to Deadpool. Which... And I think it was something anyone expected. Like literally during the trailer you got. Like the first trailer you got. Because when you open up the season you got a trailer for. Just a generic trailer to show you what the season was kind of going to be about. And then you got the Battle Pass trailer. And well in the first trailer. As Agent P pulled his finger down. Sticks his finger to his ear. Because that's what a lot of people do. So finger to their ears and then just. Wait to spy moan. The bookcase. He does that. He flicks the bookcase. Right? Bookcase starts spinning. Deadpool's just standing there in the corner, just chilling on a wall. And I just sort of looked at that and went, because I was reacting to this on Twitch, like doing it on Twitch stuff. And I looked at that and thought, that can't be right, surely. Deadpool? You're having a laugh, ain't you? Is that legit? It's like, is that legit? And a lot of people in chat were saying, yeah, they've just gone into the game and it was there. And. Nothing has been confirmed by Epic yet. They haven't said this. Well, they haven't said a lot recently, have they? <laughs> they literally haven't said a lot recently. But it's looking very likely that because you don't unlock Deadpool right at the very start, you have to complete challenges every single week, which you get rewards for completing those challenges. But it's looking very, very likely that this season's secret skin could be Deadpool. Which I really, really, really like. And I think that's very, very cool. I really, really like that. I also really like the new style for the Battle Pass. Like, style page. It's very cool. Like, the Battle Pass pages, the challenge page, the Deadpool thing. Customization, your agent page, they're all in one place. And if you go in there, you can see what challenges you've got to do. And it also shows you where on the map are specific challenges. Which was something I always had an issue with in Chapter 1. Like, if you had a specific challenge, which is to deal damage or search chests or eliminate opponents at a landmark, you wouldn't, and you didn't, it's not really a landmark you would land at. Like, some landmarks you know exactly where they are, like you, you know exactly where they are, like risky reels, 
more exactly where that is. You know exactly where the dam is. You know where they are. But some other landmarks, you don't really know where they are. This new thing is so, so helpful. Because it literally, you go onto the map and it's like, Oh, eliminate opponents here at the haunted house. Or the ghost house or whatever it was called. I can't quite remember. You would go there and say to you, here's your thing. That is here on the map. It would literally show you where on the map it is. And I really, really, really love that. Like, I really, really do. I love it. I think that's great. I really do think that's wonderful. That it now shows you where it is. So if it's a specific challenge for a landmark, you will know where to go and where that landmark is. And I think that's very, very nice. What I also think is very, very nice is above the doors to where the battle pass is, it tells you what your next reward is, what your current level is, and how much XP you need to reach the next level. Like, I just think that's great. That's really, really, really good. That's very, very enjoyable in every single way. It really, really is enjoyable, and I really, really like that. Deadpool, I mean, what's not to like about that? Deadpool is awesome, Deadpool is great. Ryan Reynolds is awesome, Ryan Reynolds is great. Like, what's not to like about either of those? I genuinely really think, do think, that this season's Battle Pass is very, very good. I really enjoyed the Battle Pass. I really like the Battle Pass. There's just a few small issues I have, like not being able to customise Maya as much as you want. And not being able to pick both Shadow and Ghost, but whatever. We live with that. on Anchor and one of the things Anchor lets you do is Anchor lets you leave messages on like the previous podcast or the user itself and they can leave you a message that the person making the podcast can look at and say okay I'm going to react to that next episode like it might be a question it might be a way of improving the podcast or it might just be somebody who decides, I'm going to play Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up song and Rick Roll You. And everyone listening to your podcast. So, 
That is exactly what happened to me, isn't it? Between episode one and episode two, I got a message from Pokemon Lover that said, please read. So I clicked on it, thinking it was important. It literally just was Rick Astley's song. So, Pokemon Lover, thank you very much for Rick rolling me and every single person that listens to this podcast. Seriously, the first message I get on Anchor is somebody rickrolling me, keeping that rickroll me alive. Well done, very well done. Thank you, Pokemon lover, for rickrolling me. I know that technically, when this goes up everywhere. It won't be Pokemon Day anymore, but I'm recording this on Pokemon Day. Which, if you have no idea what Pokemon Day is, because you are someone who is, I don't know, uncultured? Like, come on. You clearly must know what Pokemon Day is. Even my 75-year-old gran knows what Pokemon Day is. She doesn't necessarily know what Pokemon is. Specifically, she knows it exists, and she knows that Pokemon Day is a day that Pokemon fans celebrate to celebrate the release of Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue, which came out on February 27th, 1996, over in Japan. Yeah, the day I'm recording this, Pokemon is 24 years old. Good lord, Pokemon's older than me at this point. Why, a whole two years. Jeez. It was a very, very interesting day for me, actually. We did a Twitch stream over my Twitch channel, where I played, for a little while, I played a Pokemon Red Randomizer Nuzlocke, and the minute we failed, I moved, and the concept there was the minute I failed, we moved on to Pokemon Sword, and just did some max raid battles to get Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander and catch them or Mewtwo that we can't catch which I don't like at all you can't catch it and apparently it's very very hard to beat it's like one of the hardest raid battles ever you can't catch it but if you can defeat it you'll get epic loot says Pokemon but you can't beat it it's not beatable but you can get epic loot if you beat it, you just can't catch it. Which is very annoying. I don't approve of that at all. But that's something that does it is. And you have up until Sunday to do those raid battles. So if you want a Squirtle or a Bulbasaur, go and do those raid battles and get yourself one of them. If you want a Charmander, you could pretty much just complete the game and go into Leon's house and get given one. It starts off with a Dynamax level anyway. The one you get from the Dynamax raid might not. It just depends how lucky you get. But if you want to get all those Pokemon, you have up until Sunday at the 1st of March to do so. And anyway, Happy Pokemon Day! Now, getting back on track. To Fortnite, 
on Tuesday, Fortnite updated itself. I mean, we kind of expected that in some way. But the update itself didn't do much. There was no character parts to go with the update. As what seems to be the normal chapter 2 is apparently Fortnite decided that patch notes are bad. Because we never get any anymore. But this update added in the ability to turn off copyrighted music. So for any music that uses songs like the Rick Astley emote, the meow meow meow, and my cat thing, and that weird maths emote. What do I think that means? That's the question we're asking. And I think it means we're just going to get more. Like emotes that have words in them, music in them, all that kind of stuff. I genuinely do think that means something. That we're going to start getting more song emotes. Because Epic wouldn't just add that in for like free emotes. There's going to be a lot more of them. I really do think there's going to be a lot more song related emotes coming to Fortnite. I really, really do. I could be wrong, and I could be barking completely up the wrong tree. But I genuinely, genuinely think that more music-based emotes are going to be coming to Fortnite. You guys will have to let me know your opinions on that. But I genuinely do think the fact they've added in the ability to mute copyrighted songs inside of the game so that you don't get the actual song when you play the emote, you only get the sort of like silence. You just get the movement, but no song. And of course, the reason this was added in was ever since we cancelled the emote came in last season, there were just a load of people complaining, like streamers and YouTubers were all complaining that they, they were getting copyright striked many, many times just for having that emote in the game. So that was one of the reasons they added it. But also, is there going to be more just because they've added that? Quite possibly. I really do think there's going to be quite a few more possible song emotes coming to the game. They won't all be as trolly as Rick Astley, or as weird as the Cat and Math one, probably. But... I genuinely, definitely do think that there will be more emotes with songs coming to Fortnite in the near future. I really, really do. I'd also like to point out, on the subject of emotes, if you haven't yet enabled 2FA, which lets you gift skins, which is the thing that you gift skins, emotes, gliders, pickaxes, Battle passes, basically, it's Fortnite's gifting option. If you haven't yet enabled that, I would go enable that now to secure your chance of getting the Boogie Down emote. Because the Boogie Down emote is going to be leaving and getting replaced with whatever one the Fortnite X TikTok Boogie Down thing, whatever it was called. I don't know. And it will probably, probably be replaced by that. That you'll be able to get if you turn on gifting. So if you haven't yet turned on your gifting. Even if you don't intend on gifting anyone anything. Because you don't have any epic friends. Or you don't 
none of your friends play Fortnite. Literally, it's just turn on Gifty purely so you can get this email. You don't have to turn on gifting to like gift anyone anything. Just turn gifting on just so that you can even just get that email before it leaves because it's not going on forever. It is going to be leaving very, very soon. Possibly when your email comes out. So if you haven't already done so, go ahead, turn your gifting on and claim your boogie down email or at least Fortnite for good. Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 2 added in some interesting items and weapons. We got a lot of suppressed stuff back, like suppressed pistols back. Never really used it. Suppressed ARs back. Not as good as the regular AR, but very, very good actually. Like, very good. Like, you could sneak up on somebody and it's very good for that. I really, really like the suppressed SMG. I actually prefer that off the regular SMG to be honest. We also have a new SMG in the game. The Rapid Fire SMG is absolutely wonderful. The only way you can get that is through the henchman chest. And it's kind of rare. But if you get it, it is so, so, so good. I love the Rapid Fire SMG. The Rapid Fire SMG is just wonderful. It is absolutely wonderful. It is incredibly, incredibly intuitive and incredibly, incredibly wonderful. I know I love the Rapid Fire SMG. I think the Rapid, Rapid Fire SMG is great. The other new item added in are decoys. Which are just kind of fun, aren't they? Which are just kind of fun. They just add like a bot version of yourself. That will just go ahead and just like break stuff. But when they break stuff, you actually get the materials. Which is great because you can really throw somebody off. Like, I've thrown people off quite a large number of times. Like having four Harley Quinn skins in one place. Like the three decoys plus me. Like right end game was just wacky. Like the dude was just shooting them all. I didn't know which one was me. I just came out and just sniped him. <laughs> it was great. They're great fun. Especially Endgame, because the dude... Like, he doesn't know... What was going on. Like, the dude probably just thought... Ah, oh, he's just farming mats. He's out of mats. He wants to build. Now, I was just sitting on a freaking... Freaking ground, mate. And I just... And sniped rifle off and sh shot him. <laughs> Decoys are just really, really fun. And on the subject of bots, inside of Battle Lab, there are some new items inside of the Battle Lab. And, well, they're just, it's a Battle Lab exclusive thing and it's strange. Very, very strange. What the Battle Lab exclusive items is friendly bot grenades and enemy bot grenades. Allowing you to put friendly bots that will just go and harvest materials, and that's about it. And enemy bot grenades that will try and shoot you. They are a du exact duplicate of your skin, but they will try and shoot you and anyone you're playing Battle Labs with. Which, if you're not aware what Battle Lab is, it's playground 
but they changed the name of it from Playing Lab to Battle Lab. Why? I don't know, but they did. That's that. And what else? What else is new? Minder's drum gun? Oh my god. They added that in as well. Like, if you thought the regular drum gun was broken inside of Fortnite, you ain't seen nothing yet. The Minder's drum gun is quite possibly the most broken thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just broken the holy hell. Like, the stats of it, like, are insane. Like, the stats for it are insane. Like, 230 damage per second. A regular legendary scar only does, like, 200 per second. So that's always great. TNT's Boombo, well, I think there was a reason why the Boombo got vaulted in the first place. Just purely because. I mean, it was broken, wasn't it? And then you make it mythic rarity and you increase the damage it does. Jesus. Like, I'd kill people with that gun, with the boombo, in one shot, even if they've got like 100 health and 100 shield. Like, it's ridiculously broken. Brutus's minigun is an new item in the game you get for killing Brutus. I don't like it. Never really liked the minigun. It's more useful spreading. This is just. I don't think it's as broken as the boombo or as the drum gun because they are heavily broken. I just don't particularly think they're that great. Yeah, uh, miniguns aren't that great anyway. Which also back to the game is making a vault, but I'm just not keen on them. Don't really use them to be honest. The next thing that was added as a mystic rarity thing was I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was Meow Soul's Cat Gun. Which is not overpowered, but out of all the mystic rarity weapons, I love this one the most. This one is actually great. <laughs> I, I can't remember the name of it exactly, but it's quite possibly amazing. And I want this gun to come back in you know, some point, like next season, when all the Mystic guns probably leave next season. I want this gun to come back into the game, but in like, you know, common, uncommon, rare. Epic and legendary variants or whatever. I want this gun as a regular gun inside of Fortnite. It is just a beautiful, beautiful gun and I love it. I really, really, really love it. It's so fun and so, so enjoyable. Just to play around with it, great. And we've also got Sky's Assault Rifle, which is a mystic rarity scar. Does 200 and I think it's 22 damage per second. Kind of a bit different, but it is still a scar, it's just a slight more powerful scar. And I don't think it's that broken to be honest, I think it's just a nice, like, 
thing. Like it's like going from epic to legendary variant on a scar. That's kind of what that feels like. It's like you've made the jump from epic to legendary, so it's not that bad. The grapple gun you get from Sky, however, good lord, that's broken. Infinite grapples? Like, you could go from one side of the map to the other, and have lost no grapples, but it's infinite? Good lord. That's broken. That really is just broken. Like, honestly, so, so broken. Also, on the subject of things that are broken, I don't know if this is a thing that always happens, but when Chapter 2 first came out, all of my PC keyboard binds were reset. Chapter 2 came out, guess what? All my PC keyboard binds were reset. But I've got my keyboard binds set up to be useful to me, so like all my guns are like you know, 1 to 6, like 1 to 5 or something, so it's lots of like from 1 to stuff. From one on one, so like one, two, three, and stuff. They were all reset and were all different. And they were at the start of chapter two as well. Also, this season, we got this legendary. Hunting rifle in the game. I haven't used it extensively, I've only got it like two games so far. But the two games I've got it in, I loved it. I thought it's been very, very fun, very, very cool, and it's genuinely such a good gun. Like, and I really do love it. Like, it's a very, a very good gun, the legendary hunting rifle. So very, very nice indeed. It is just a beautiful gun. And if you come across it, pick it up. It is great. It is freaking beautiful. Freaking beautiful, beautiful gun. Really, really is. Well, one of the things that also happened this season. I'm questioning why. I don't really understand it. But one of the things that did happen this season was every single trap that does damage has been vaulted. You name a trap that was in the game in Chapter 2 Season 1 and did damage, it's no longer in the game. It's been vaulted. So, that's a thing. That exists. Also, last season's on the return of the P90. This season saw the vaulting of the P90. Which is something to be interested in. Which kind of makes me question some. Why did they vault the P90 this season? After bringing it in last season. And it also makes you question. Why did you. Bring the P90 back. If you had no intentions to keep it for more than one season. Which is just a thing. 
also I um wanted to mention something else as well. This has nothing to do with new items, just something to do going back to the battle pass which we talked about earlier. But there is a way that you do like certain challenges, like Brutus for example. Once you complete enough of his challenges, you have to go to either the shark, the rig, or the yacht and steal security plans and drop them off in one of the post boxes, either being ghost or shadow. But you cannot physically post them in both post boxes. You get the option to select one of the two challenges to do, but they're both the same. But then once you've posted it in one of the post boxes, that other skin variant is gone forever and you'll never get it. And that, that bugs me. Also, Maya, customizable skin, bugs me greatly. Physically and literally bugs me greatly. Because Epic have said, oh look, it's like there's 3.8 million looks towards this skin, you get that from the Battle Pass. Like that's what tells you the Battle Pass. But you can only customise it once. So I haven't looked at the Maya customization yet, and I'm probably not going to bother until like the 29th of April, the day before the season ends, and customise Maya then when I've unlocked everything. Because what you can't do is whatever you select, you get to keep that permanently forever. So for example, after week one, if you picked the bobcut pink hair and then think, actually, no, I prefer hair number three, which I don't know what that's called, over hair number two, which is the bobcut pink hair, <laughs> well, you're shite out of luck because you can't change it. Which I don't think is a thing that should be a thing. Like, if you kind of meant to click something else, but you clicked the wrong thing, well, that's unfortunate, because you're stuck with it. I don't like that. I also don't like not being able to have both variants of the skins. I feel like it should have been like Agent Peely, because Agent Peely has both anyway, but... Eh, what can you do? Epic have chose to do it. And that's just how it rolls. But at least... We're getting a Deadpool skin after completing certain challenges every single Friday. Which, honestly, I don't know what the challenges for next week are, but week one and week two have just been very easy. Like, find Deadpool's letter to Epic. That's literally just sitting right in front of you. Like, just on the floor. Find his milk cart. Like, that's, for some reason, sitting on a sink. Don't thank the bus driver, it's literally just jump out of the bus without clicking the thank bus driver button. Finding the Chumachungas, they're really not hard to find. Like they're just in every part to the battle pass area, like one in the main area with a challenge table, one inside Brutus's room, one inside Maya's room, and that's just it. Well there was a nice easter egg in there this week, there was a nice little easter egg inside that portal this week. Like last week, it was completely empty, nothing there this week. There was Deadpool, sitting on the toilet, tapping his feet. Quite possible taking a shit. I mean, he might just be taking an extended pee and Deadpool sits down to pee, you never know. But he 
kind of looks like he might be taking a shit. Which is very, 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 very cool. It's a nice touch. They didn't have to do it, but they did it. It's a nice touch. Like you just walk in, you see Deadpool just feet tapping on the floor, taking a shit. Like, I don't know what other challenges we're going to get out of this, but they just seem a bit too easy so far. And we also get a nice little uh, loading um, spray for completing the Switch challenges. It's Deadpool riding a llama. Don't know why it's Deadpool riding a llama, but it is. So, you know, kind of cool. And it's also part of the Deadpool set, that spray, so it, Deadpool does get his own set, and it's looking likely that every single week we're going to get Deadpool unlockables to go with the Deadpool skin. Which, Epic haven't confirmed themselves, but it's looking likely that that is this season's secret skin. Which is just great, isn't it? Very, very nice indeed. Each week, I do give you guys TV recommendations for stuff that you should be watching. And, well, this week, I didn't even know this existed. It was my mum that got me into this. She phoned me and was like, have you ever watched this programme before? And I was like, what's that? It's this programme on Channel 4 called Crazy Delicious. Fronted by... I don't even know what words I'd use to describe him. Food... Maniac? Food... Idiot? Crazy Food Man? Food Weirdo? I don't know what you'd call him. But it's fronted by Heston Blumenthal. Who is known for being weird, strange and daft with food. If you've never seen him before. I think the way I can describe Heston Blumenthal to you is. If you've taken food and you know what food is. Well, fucking forget it. Like, forget it. Just just forget it. His British restaurant doesn't exist anymore. But he's got one in Australia called the Fat Duck. British restaurant doesn't exist anymore. But I took my girlfriend to the Fat Duck in London, and it was quite possibly the weirdest thing ever. Like, you were given, like, these cereal boxes, but they weren't, like, cereal. They were, like, bacon-flavoured cereal and weird stuff, and it was just weird. And there was a thing he did for Channel 4 about, I think it was about ten years ago. I can't remember the name of the programme, but it was like, he was trying to make a full English breakfast of like, bacon, eggs, sausages, toast, and all that kind of stuff, like a full, proper full English but without just sticking like, things like bacon and sausages in a pan, he wanted to make a full English breakfast in a different way He made bacon flavoured tea bags and then he made a regular tea bag that was a giant He's a right weirdo with food. He really, really is. And the point to this program is, he's like one of the judges on it. There's another guy, a Swedish guy, who also does weird stuff with food. But I don't think it's weird as Heston. I can't remember his name though. But the whole point to this program is, they have to make, they give people, like regular ass people, like me or you, for example, people who aren't chefs, they're just normal people, give them something. Like the one I watched, it was like, here's pizza. Make us a pizza, but don't make us a normal pizza like a pepperoni pizza or a cheese and ham pizza or a pineapple pizza. Don't do that. 
make the pizzas different. Don't even make the pizza with the pizza dough. There is no limit to what you do as long as it was a pizza and it was just weird. Like I seen somebody make a pizza pastry. It was like it was like pizza, but like pie as well. And weird. The whole program was weird. They give them a food item to make, but then tell them they're not allowed to make it look like the original food item. It's got to look completely different, completely strange. And the stuff they put on it has got to be stuff you wouldn't naturally find on there. Like, it's weird. It's very strange. It's very, very weird. But I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> I kind of enjoy anything. Like, Heston Blumenthal does. He's just great. Like, you can just look at him and you just think, you see a Heston Blumenthal program on TV or an advert for one that's got him in it, and you just instantly, you just instantly think, oh, God, what weird, strange, unnatural concoctions this man going to make now. Like, you really, really do just think that. And that's what I like about him. Like, most TV programs on TV are just like, Oh look, here's how to make chicken. Here's how to make a curry recipe. Here's how to make... This kind of thing. Esther Blumenthal's like, Nah, take regular cooking shows and burn them. Here's how you can make tea bags taste like bacon or edible like coffee granules. He did one for that full English thing as well that he did for that TV show where he tried to make full English. He made edible coffee grind granules. Like what? The man's weird. He really is, but he's very fun. But watching his programs to see what he does is very fun. So if you're looking for this what I call it as weird TV program where you see people making stuff like pizzas or pies or cakes or whatever but not making them like you or I would normally make a cake then this week's recommendation would have to be Crazy Delicious on Channel 4 which you can get in the UK by going onto all four and maybe just searching up Crazy and Delicious how you get it outside the UK I don't know because I don't know how Channel 4 does their whole like extension outside of the UK. I don't know how that works. But you guys can probably try and look it up, see if you can get it. But that is my TV show recommendation this week. It's crazy delicious. This weird, crazy food show program where they make people make like pizzas and stuff like that. But they make them weird. That is going to do it for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening on Spotify or Anchor. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this stupid Scottish idiot that has spent the entirety of his podcast recording it during a snow blizzard. Because there's literally a snow blizzard going up outside at this point. Thank you for that. I think I can there will be a small tiny little break in the upload because come Wednesday, my girlfriend and I are officially holiday voting game. We're going on a little holiday to Portugal. Just as we can. Just so we might get rid of this endless storms and endless snow. Because UK weather right now seems to be rain, wind, 
arrow, arrow blizzards, flooding. It's been nice to get out of that. So there will be a small break in all this stuff. We don't come back until Friday the 7th of March. But when we get back, it's like 3 a.m. or something weird. So it might be just a tad later in going up. It might not be for Monday or Tuesday, it will be a tad later. Purely just because we don't get back to 3 a.m. on Friday. I'm driving back to the hotel at 3 a.m. on a Friday. And you can jump in the river with that one.